Hey, Cross Trainers, Donnie P coming to you from Australia here on the Gold Coast. Beautiful day today. And today is July the 3rd, Sunday, 2022, of course. And uh, wow, you know, this uh, this year is just flying like the others have. Um, so today, I just want to focus on two scriptures. And so I'm not going to keep you too long, but I'm just blown away with how profound these scriptures are um in every way i mean just like the rest of the word of god not just these two scriptures but these two scriptures are speaking to me in particular right now and um these scriptures are both in isaiah one is isaiah 53 1 and the other one is isaiah 54 17 so again i'm reading from the amplified version and it's uh, it's actually known as the classic amplified uh, i really like this version because it basically unpacks everything and yeah it's it's really quite uh profound as far as i'm concerned not that the others aren't but this one really speaks to me as does the new king james and maybe to some extent the um niv but definitely the classic uh amplified is really my favorite so with Isaiah 53.1, why I'm talking to, to you about this particular scripture is that uh, God is asking us a rhetorical question through the prophet Isaiah, and he's, he's wondering up there in heaven who is actually going to do this. So what Isaiah 53.1 in the Amplified says is, who has believed, trusted in, relied upon, and clung to our message of that which was revealed to us and to whom has the arm of the lord been disclosed um so yeah god is asking uh who is believing trusting in relying on and clinging to our message and our report that has been revealed uh, who's choosing to do that and to whom has the arm of the lord been disclosed so the arm of the lord is always um generally speaking used to convey power um it's talking about the power of god so god wants to know who's going to believe what he's saying in his word and who's going to believe in his power so uh the other scripture is isaiah 54:17, and what that says is again out of the amplified classic uh, amplified but no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall show to be in the wrong this peace righteousness security triumph over the opposition is the heritage of the servants of the lord those in whom the ideal servant of the lord is reproduced that is the righteousness or vindication which they obtain from me uh, this is that which I impart to them, their justification, says the, the Lord. So why have I uh, particularly mentioned these? Well, they're uh, both part of the uh, same jigsaw puzzle in that if you don't believe in what God has uh, reported, um, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, um, and if you're not uh, condemning the weapons that are coming against you, well, you're simply going to get run over. Um, so if we are putting our trust in relying on clinging to 
the revelation or thoughts of others or others' um, opinions or our own opinion, our own pride, our own perception. If we're putting our thoughts, feelings, five senses, uh, wills, um, emotions and lived experiences above what the Word of God says, then uh, we're going to be spiritually blinded and we're not going to be able to condemn the weapons that are coming against us because I can guarantee you that um, as, as long as you're living this life, you will have weapons coming against you frequently, maybe even daily. And unfortunately, if you're not in the Word and, and you're not studying the Word, then you're not even going to know that you're being shot at. You know, like in Ephesians 6, it talks about uh, the weapons of our warfare and uh, some of the weapons that the enemy shoots at us are fiery darts. Uh, in other places, uh, there's traps set for us like uh, the snare of a fowler and other things. So uh, these two scriptures are really important not that the others aren't. Every every aspect of Scripture is important because it's all God-breathed and it's it's all inspired. And like I said before, it's like drinking out of a medicine bottle and that medicine, the Word of God, is sharper than a two-edged sword and it permeates right throughout our whole uh, mind, body, spirit, will and emotions if, if we let it and it will transform our minds. Um, you know, but believing in what God has said and trusting his statement, uh, trusting what he has said above anything else, uh, that's what God is asking. Who's going to actually do that? Um, so what I'd say to you and to myself is um, let's make sure that when he looks down up, up upon the earth that he can see that uh, there is faith on, on the earth and and he'll see it in us. That That's what we want because um, there's another aspect of Scripture that comes to mind from that. And um, God is uh, is asking in Scripture, well, when he comes back, will he find faith on the earth? Uh, you know, that's also a uh, rhetorical question. Uh, but let the answer be yes and let it be found in us. Um, so... Another important scripture actually is uh, in, well, I'll, I'll just refer to this loosely. You can look it up because I only want to talk about two, but I can't help myself. <laughs> I, I get excited about the word of God. So Second Corinthians 10 verse 12, I'm not going to read it. I'm, I'm just going from memory. It, it's basically talking about, um, you know, the um, opinions of others. Well, actually, let let me... Let me look it up because I don't want to misquote it. So I will go there. Uh, bear with me while I thumb through my old uh, hard copy amplified here. So Second Corinthians 10 verse 12. Uh, having a look. All right. All right. Here we are from the amplified, classic uh, amplified not that we have the audacity to venture to class or to even compare ourselves with some who exalt and furnish testimonials for themselves. However, when they measure themselves with themselves and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding and behave unwisely. So unpacking that, um, if we're 
um, measuring ourselves by ourselves and comparing ourselves with each other, then we aren't getting what God wants us to do because this is this this life is not about interpersonal comparisons. It's it's not about that at all. It's it's about understanding what the blood of Christ, uh, the sacrifice He made at at the cross, and the remission of sins and healing, salvation, deliverance, setting free, making whole, sozo, what that did for us. But the reason I refer to that is, uh, you know, in the context of healing, for instance, um, I've heard someone say, well, why should I be healed? Because aren't whoever had this thing and I might get it and uh, they were Christians and why should I avoid it if they had it and they died from it? Well, that's incredibly negative and, and it's comparing yourself uh, with others and we don't know what was going on in that person's um, heart or mind that actually had that disease that died. Uh, there, there's still a lot about healing that none of us understand and I'm not pointing fingers at anyone but what I am saying is that comparing ourselves amongst each other is not a smart thing to do and that is backed up by the scripture. So we need to refer to what the Bible says about healing and uh, the Bible says that by his stripes we were healed and by his stripes we are healed. So if we were and are healed, then that's the end of the matter. Uh, so Isaiah 53, 5 and 1 Peter 2, 24, that's where those references are. Um, you know, but uh, let me get back to um, Isaiah 54, 17 again. I'll just uh, flick back to that. Uh, let's see. Isaiah 54, 17 from the classic Amplified. Um, okay, we're getting back there. Here we are. Yes, so no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. That's the start. So that's part one. So sickness is a weapon. Financial lack is is a weapon. Depression, anxiety, um, worry, fear. um, the, The list goes on and on, but they're all weapons. So the word of God says no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. If you've confessed that Jesus Christ is your Lord and personal Saviour, then you're entitled to what this actually says. So no weapon, not some weapons, but no weapon that is formed against you, you being a believer in Jesus Christ um, and in him as your personal Saviour, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. So that's part one. So we, we really need to believe that. Um, and every tongue, not some tongues, but every tongue. And, you know, words are weapons. And this, this backs it up. Every tongue that shall rise against you, believers, as in us, in judgment, you shall show to be in the wrong. So... We've actually got to show those things to be in the wrong. It doesn't mean that we have to go trying to argue with everyone and getting into needless and pointless uh, debates or disputes or arguments, fights or whatever. That's a total waste of time. But you can, um, you know, show it 
in uh, scripture to yourself that whatever came against you is wrong. Uh, but on on occasion, unfortunately, in this world, you're you're actually going to have to speak up and uh, condemn it publicly. Um, you know, in in important matters, uh, because. Yeah, when you're uh, going against the tide of this world, the, the wickedness of this age, then weapons will form against you and tongues will rise against you. And so you've got to know the word of God uh, to show, show these things to be in the wrong. And if these people are right, even though it may be a weapon, well, um, condemn the weapon side of it. But uh, we're fortunate in that we can uh, come to God and say, look, you know, I'm sorry. And if we've offended other people and they're rightly accusing us of something, well, you know, we need to wake up and, um, you know, uh, <coughs> yeah, excuse me, um, apologize to the person and, um, yeah, just um, go before God and uh, seek the covering of, of, of the blood and uh, re repent and um you know gain the forgiveness and uh get up and and uh determine to be better to do better um so yeah no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper you've got to believe that and every tongue that shall rise against you and there will be some that do rise in judgment you shall show to be in the wrong well if you're not engaged with scripture then you're not going to be able to do that. You've, you've actually got to know what's right to be able to um, show that something is, is wrong. And as I've said in prior podcasts, um, truth is not a fluid concept. It's not something that um, is different for each individual. Uh, you, you may have heard someone say, oh, what's true for you is not true for me. Well, that's delusional because truth is what it is. It's unchangeable. It's um, immortal. Um, it's it's always there, and it never changes. Um, yeah, like the the word of God is is truth. Um, so it's it's not something that's subjective. It's um, objective, and it never changes. And if you 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 think truth changes, well. Um, it's simply not truth by definition. The the truth does not change. It is not a fluid con uh, concept. Um, but again, um, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, that's another subject for another time. So yeah, a couple of things there that, that uh, happen, you know, like God wants us to know that weapons are being formed against us and um, tongues are rising against us in judgment and we've got to know how to show those things to be in the wrong. So again, if we don't know what's right, if we're not in the word, then we can't condemn those things. And so we're going to get run over. But if we actually do that stuff, if uh, we are uh, refusing to accept sickness, disease, oppression, depression, worry, fear, anxiety, financial lack, uh, whatever... Um, if we're absolutely dogmatic in that and go, no, I'm not putting up with that enemy. Because see, the enemy will try and um, knock on, on your door to see what you're going to open the door to. Like he'll broadcast to you, oh, everyone's going through X, Y, and Z, implying that you should go through it too. Well, no. I mean, we're children of God. 
uh, we're kings, priests and prophets and we're not participating in Satan's stupid games. Uh, we're passers through town here or through whatever, this civilization, and we're, we're not from here. This is not our home. Uh, we have a place being prepared for us in heaven by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and that's our true home. We're just passing through town here, so to speak, as uh, sojourners. Um, so James 4, 4 says that to be um, the, the friend of this world is to make yourself an enemy of God. Uh, so if we love this world and its society and everything, then by default we're going to be in opposition to God because the scriptures also say that you can't serve two masters. Anyone's delusional enough to think they're, they're able to sit on the fence and have a foot in both camps, um, well, all, all you're going to do is get splinters in, in, your, in, in your rear end. Um, to think that you can sit on the fence and have one foot in one camp and one foot in the other is utterly delusional and stupid. And you, yeah... No one's ever been able to do it before and no one ever can or will do it. You're either serving one master or, or the other, whether you like to admit it or not. But that's the fact of what the scriptures say. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a uh, wake-up call. Um, so if we're recognising that weapons are formed against us and we're, we're not having any of it and we are... Uh, showing those things to be in the wrong. Um, one thing I'll tell you that I do, and it might sound extreme, but I mean, it, it really uh, helps me to sharpen my spiritual discernment is, well, I, I don't watch regular TV. I, I just watch a bit of YouTube. Well, you know, probably more than I should, to be honest. But yeah, I, I only watch YouTube because that way I can watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it and not get bombarded with ads or nonsense. Uh, uh, although there are ads on YouTube. But um, anyway, that that's what I do. And I can listen to sermons and stuff and, yeah, uh, praise and worship and whatever. But um, it's it's actually amazing. I mean, I, I, I turned on the regular TV even today. And I, I was watching what we call in Australia here rugby league. It's it's a a game that's uh, popular here. And I was watching a, a couple of teams play that, and um, you know all of a sudden ads come on, and they are all about sickness. You know, convincing us, oh well, you know you've you've got to take this potion for this ailment, and oh what if that happens to you well if such and such happens well here's a pill and all this stuff and i'm thinking i'm not i'm not interested in that um no weapon formed against me will prosper health is mine i'm entitled to it jesus paid for it and i'm not accepting satan's um conditioning that I'm going to get anything like there's no such thing as flu system, uh, a flu season, for instance, in the kingdom of God. But a lot of people are told, oh, well, it's flu season. You better go get your flu shot. Well, no, Jesus is my flu vaccination. I'm not going to get it and I never will get it in Jesus name. Um, I'm not accepting that you know, there's a season to be sick or whatever because by his stripes I am healed. You know, so I'm always uh, refuting 
that stuff out loud. You know, they go, oh, it's flu season. Well, not in my life. It's not. Praise God. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll just uh, mute that ad until it goes. And um, I'm, I'm not going, going to accept that weapon, you know, because Satan tries to condition us uh, to be sick or whatever else he, he's trying to do. So the word of God will let you sharpen your discernment so you can, you can see and hear that nonsense coming your way and you can uh, basically uh, condemn it and show it to be in the wrong and say what God wants you to say, believe God's report. And even if you, you know, happen to get a sickness or illness or whatever, then that's a weapon. So just go to God and say, Jesus, I, I know you paid for this to be healed in my body and I don't want it, I don't accept it, I'm not going to tolerate it and, and get mad with it. Don't put up with it. Don't uh, give in to it. Um, just uh, refuse to accept that weapon regardless of how bad it is or how bad it may appear. You've got to believe what the report of God is. You know, the Isaiah 53.1, who will believe our report? Well, God's report is um, Isaiah 53.5 and 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes we were healed, by his stripes we are healed. That's the report of God. That's the word of God. And who will believe what that says? If we don't believe it, then again, we will not be healed and we'll get what Satan wants us to have, which is sickness and any other junk that he wants to give us. So we have to believe and, and apply the word of God. Uh, we don't have to be sick, as radical and controversial as that may uh, actually sound. Yes, we are in decaying bodies, but we have the Holy Spirit living in us. And, um, you know, this body in your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus doesn't live in a dilapidated dwelling and he will always fix the dwelling up that he lives in. Um, he went to the cross to pay for your healing. I, I hope you realize that. Um, so by you accepting what a doctor says, even if it's really bad, well, you're agreeing with the enemy. Um, you know, so stop doing that if you are and stop listening to other people and their opinions and stop comparing what others have had or what others have said or whatever, according to Second uh, Corinthians ten twelve there that I mentioned. Uh, stop doing that stuff and start to believe what the Word of God says. Um, yeah. So, getting back to what I was saying about Isaiah fifty four seventeen, you've got to be able to show that whatever is coming against you is in the wrong. And the byproduct of that, once you do that stuff, you'll get peace. Uh, Jesus has already paid for our righteousness. Uh, but you'll get security and you will have triumph over the opposition. And as God says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. This is our, this is our birthright. And anything that's a heritage, it's, it's basically an old-fashioned way of saying it's our uh, inheritance. Like uh, my father passed in 2007 and he left my sister and I a um, inheritance, you know, so... We, as in my wife and myself, will leave our girls an inheritance as well, and so forth. So, you know, uh, God's inheritance is our uh, our healing in every single way. 
Um, it's it's sozo, uh, the the uh, Greek word healed, saved, delivered, set free, made whole. Somewhere, uh, somehow, the modern church has just been compartmentalizing the sacrifice of uh, Jesus Christ into a uh, sanitized version um, where it's only salvation and remission of sins. Uh, which, if that's all it ever was, it would be great, but it's way bigger and better than that. Uh, we're entitled to healing, salvation, deliverance, setting free, being made uh, completely whole. Um, we shouldn't be oppressed, depressed um, under under the circumstances, so to speak. We have the living God living inside of us, and uh, we we should... Um, apply what the word says and receive the benefits of that but if we're not doing this stuff we, we're going to get run over and um, okay so we've, we've all been run over in various ways in our lives uh, me included but after copying that for years and years then you get sick of it well hopefully we all do and we we get mad and we want to fight uh, but Engaging with the Word of God is learning how to fight, how to put it into practice in practical ways, and um, how to discern uh, what the enemy is doing. I mean, I'm, I'm not paranoid about the enemy. I, I don't care about him. Jesus put him to an open shame at, at the cross, so I'm not spending my life thinking about demons and what demons are doing or what Satan's doing. I, I really don't care other than when it comes, you know, when they try and come knocking on my door, I want to shift their saddle away from me and my family and not put up with their nonsense, whatever, because I don't have to. I'm victorious over them through what Christ did, you know, so I'm, I'm not putting up with their garbage, not even for a second, you know. I, I want to get mad. I, I want to get really mad and angry um, against sickness, disease, oppression, depression, financial lack or whatever because that is not what Jesus died to give me. And if I'm experiencing that stuff long term, uh, then I need to get further into the scriptures to understand what truth is so I can condemn that stuff and um, move forward out of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so... Um, yeah, people have come from bad backgrounds or dramas or whatever. Um, life is not a bed of roses, but once you know Jesus, then you can get out of that mire. You you don't have to stay there. And if you stay there and you feel sorry for yourself, then you've missed a whole the the whole point of Scripture. God is for us, and who can be against us? So um, pick yourself up. Start to take responsibility for your own life uh, because that's what God wants of us and expects of us, um, you know, and, and do our part, which is to put uh, faith into action and mix it with the word to form a um, explosion um, so that signs, wonders and miracles can follow us and we can have a great impact on, on the kingdom or in, in the kingdom on this earth, you know. Um, so, yeah, uh, Isaiah fifty four seventeen again, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, not even one. The only way it can is if you're um, not actually aware of what weapons are coming against you. 
And um, every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall show to be in the wrong world. We, we covered that and we covered uh, the byproducts of that. Peace, righteousness, security, triumph over opposition. The fact that that's our inheritance. Um, you know, uh, Jesus reproduces all of those things in us. And um, it, it goes on in the Amplified. This is the righteousness or the vindication which they obtained from me. Well, to be vindicated of something is to be accused of something. And then in a court of law to actually be shown through testimony and through evidence that what we were accused of was all lies. And so uh, the spiritual world operates very much in a legal context. Uh, the enemy doesn't have any authority over you unless you give it to him. That's a radical statement, but it's true, you know, because Jesus paid the price to set us free from everything, um, all demonic oppression, whatever, anything, sickness, disease, fear, worry, anxiety, any ailment, human condition, miserable thing, um, it's, it's all from the enemy. So we don't have to accept any of that. Um, but our lives and the dramas that we go through basically are a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, often a uh, reflection of uh, how well or not we understand Scripture. I mean, trials will come out of left field and smack you up the side of the head because that's what happens in life. But what I'm saying is that you don't have to stay there. Um, you 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 don't have to let it run you over. Um, if you know what the truth is, if you recognize it as a weapon, and if you uh, condemn the tongues that are rising against you in judgment, you'll, you'll actually get the peace and the triumph and the vindication over all of that. Um, so, yeah, uh, Isaiah 54, 17, it goes on. Um, yeah, it says the vindication um, is something that we obtain from God. And God imparts that to us as part of our justification. Well, Jesus provided the justification for us at, at the cross through the shedding of his blood. Um, but uh, this is a practical way to, um, <coughs> excuse me, put that in, into practice. Um, yeah, to uh, literally uh, take the blood of Christ and to... Uh, uh, put that to work in our circumstances because the blood of Christ is powerful. Um, you know, the word of God is powerful. Uh, we, we have so many tools at our disposal that we aren't using. And see, um, another part of scripture says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Like, if, if we don't know how to do this stuff, then the enemy is going to convince us that, oh, well, you should go and get a flu shot, you should be sick and blah, 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 whatever nonsense he wants to come up with. And by the way, if you had a, have had a flu shot, well, I'm not condemning you, but all I'm saying is that there is no such thing as flu season in the kingdom of God or, you know, any other such thing. Um, so uh, it comes back to Isaiah 53, 1. If you believe the report of God and if you believe the sacrifice of Christ and the healing power of Christ and if you believe that Jesus paid for everything, for every ailment, human condition, oppression, depression, lack uh, through his death at the cross, then you'll see life in a whole different way. Um, 
So that's about it for this week. Uh, I'm passionate about both of those scriptures. I'm uh, putting them into play in my own life and I'm, I'm just not putting up with the enemy's nonsense. Uh, I'm asking God to uh, give me discernment so I can see where these weapons are, are and what they are. And uh, once I see them, I'm just going, no, nope, not having that, not, not in this life or, or any other life. Hallelujah. Um, I'm, I'm not putting up with it. I don't have to put up with it. Jesus paid to take it away. And I'm not going to dishonor Jesus and what he did for me at, at the cross by passively accepting the nonsense that the enemy wants to give me. I don't want anything the enemy wants to for me to have. I, I, I know what he's going to have. He, he will have eternal judgment. Um, and his time is short and he knows it. And you can see that reflected by the conditions in this world. So, yeah, be, be encouraged, you know. Put the word of God in, into practice and um, apply it. And no weapon, not one weapon, no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. So thanks uh, for listening. If you want to contact me, it's... Um, crosstrainersonline at outlook.com or you can just put a comment in the chat on the podcast Um, but be blessed and put those scriptures into practice and your life will get better as soon as you do hallelujah be blessed